Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Ladies, we are just one month away from Uncommenting Live, and I am so, so excited about this conference. This is our very first ever Uncommenting conference, and we have a seat just for you if you have not grabbed your ticket yet. This year's theme is Dare to Be. Dare to be beautiful. Understand that true beauty really comes from a relationship with Jesus. Dare to be confident. True confidence comes from knowing who it is that we are in Christ. And dare to shine. Shine the light of Jesus so bright that this world that is hurting and broken can see the hope that you have on the inside of you. At this conference, you are going to be making new friends with other teen girls who love God just as much as you do and are headed in the same direction as you. You are going to have a ton of fun and you are going to leave inspired knowing that you were created for a purpose and that God has a plan specifically for your life. If you have not grabbed your ticket yet, head on over to uncommentinglive.com and get registered today. Ladies, I am so excited about our special guest today, Tessa Emily Hall. She is an award-winning author who wrote her debut novel, listen to this, when she was 16 years old. And now she's a multi-published author of Christian books for teenage girls, including her newest book, Influencer, coming out tomorrow. Tessa, I am so excited to have you join us this week. I can't tell you how excited I am because I love your heart and what it is that you're doing. And so I am just excited to have you as a part of the Uncommon Teen podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be part of it. So to let these girls get to know you a little bit better, can you share with us just a brief little bit about what it is that you do? Yes. So I write for teenagers. I write both fiction and nonfiction. And I have always had a heart for teen ministry, even as a teenager. Like I knew that that's where God was calling me with my writing and just in ministry in general, because I just see the teen years as having so much potential. Like that's the transition years. Those are the years when you really become who God has called you to become. And that's when you can set the foundation for the rest of your life and set the foundation for your relationship with Christ as well. And also, I just know that those are prime years for being an influencer. I think so many adults kind of underestimate the potential that teens have to influence their generation and to go ahead and step into the calling that God has placed on their lives, or at least take steps toward pursuing what he's called them to pursue. So that's really what 
I'm passionate about is just to encourage teen girls to learn how they can make the most of their youth by pursuing him and by just discovering the gifts that he's given them, which is all for the sake of furthering his kingdom. I so love that. I know that you grew up as a Christian and so you gave your life to the Lord at a young age, but there was something that happened in your middle school years to where you had to take that relationship with God and make it your own. We talk a lot about that on the Uncommon Team podcast. We talk about sharing our story. And I always love to talk about, you know, where were you before you made that decision to make it your own? And then what led you to making that decision? And then where are you today because of making that decision for Jesus? Yeah, I love that. So yes, I did grow up in a Christian home. I was very blessed to have Christian parents who always took us to church and made a point to have devotions with us every night. And so growing up, like, I don't remember a certain time of when I asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior, but it wasn't a very personal relationship until I reached my middle school years, because it was during those years when I faced a loneliness that I had never like been through before that time in my life, simply because middle school was hard. And I was coming from elementary school where I was so close to all of my friends. I had a lot of friends and we just enjoyed playing together. But then I step into sixth grade and those friends that I had separate into cliques. And I don't really know where I belong. I start to compare myself to all of them because I wasn't interested in, you know, I wasn't interested in makeup. I wasn't interested in the teen girly type of stuff at that age. I still wanted to be a kid. So I started just battling with comparison issues, wondering why I couldn't be more like those other girls. And so yeah, I just really struggled through like sixth and seventh grade with insecurity and also just with loneliness. And I know that it was because of those lonely years that I was able to have this relationship with Christ. That's when I really started during that lonely season to seek him like never before. I started actually reading the Bible on my own. It wasn't just something that I did because my parents wanted me to or at church, but yeah, it just became more personal to me. And I was able, Jesus was able to fill like those lonely parts within me with his love. And I was able to, you know, see myself through his eyes, through those eyes of love rather than through how the world may have seen me or how the kids at school may have seen me. That just set the foundation for my relationship with him. I'm grateful to have had that opportunity to make my faith personal, even though it was difficult to have those lulling years, which I think a lot of teenagers, like most teenagers probably struggle with that at some point, not really knowing where you fit in, not knowing if you belong, not knowing what your identity is. I just encourage teen girls who do face that to just step away from the noise of the world when trying to find those answers and seek the Lord and allow Him to give you the identity and allow those challenging seasons to kind of spur you closer into His arms because He is faithful just to show you how loved that you are. I would suggest as a teenager, make the most of that time by trying to focus on him and make time with him so that that relationship is personal as opposed to just another activity that you implement into your daily life or weekly life. 
Yeah, that's so good. And it just it reminds me of something that my daughter did. She actually had to walk away from one of her friends when she was in sixth grade, which was also 2020. But her friend was making some really bad choices and really starting going towards the world. But she did the same thing. She leaned into God and just watching her today and like how much she has grown. And so I just want to encourage the girls that are listening to this. I want to encourage you all to do the same thing because we all kind of walk through those seasons of life. Like Tessa was saying, we walk through those seasons of like, we don't really know who we are or what we're doing or (laughs) where we fit in or where we belong. And it's in those moments when we lean into God that he really does come through for us. And I got to watch my daughter leave this one friend who was her closest friend. And God, over the last several years, has brought an amazing group of friends into her life. I just really encourage you all during this season to do the same thing. I love that that was the choice that you made, Tessa, because that was such a, I'm sure, a pivotal point in your life. And you got to see how God came through for you on the other side. Yeah, I will say it was a lot of my mom's influence, a lot of her speaking into my life at that age to remind me that that season wasn't going to last forever. And I remember she gave me my first prayer journal. And really that prayer journal is where I like really started to seek the Lord on my own. But that prayer journal on the cover of it was the scripture Ecclesiastes 3.1. For everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, something like that. But that really encouraged me, that scripture. And it's still to this day, because it reminds me that the season that we're in now isn't going to last forever. And at that age, I feel like it's hard to remember that. It felt like it was going to last forever. Like I was always going to be lonely and to always like struggle with my identity and not feel like I belong. But being able to kind of step back and see the big picture and to just be reassured that God had a future for me and a purpose for my life. And this was just a small piece of the puzzle. For any teen who is listening, who is going through a hard time, I hope that encourages you to just to remember that seasons don't last forever and God can be using what you're going through now to prepare you for a future that only he can see. And also I do encourage you too to make time to grow in that relationship with the Lord because I wouldn't be where I am today with my faith journey if it wasn't for that time that I had. Yeah. So I know that God has placed a message on your heart to share with these girls. I just want to encourage teen girls to, as I've been saying, to make the most of your teen years by just drawing closer to the Lord, by having that personal relationship with Him. And also not underestimating or putting limits on God as to how he can use you today and not just tomorrow, especially when it comes to the influence that you can make on your peers and how you can go ahead and be the light to them, a light that they're searching for, even if they don't even realize it. Again, it really comes down to having that personal relationship with Christ and knowing how much that He loves you and allowing Him to fill you with that love so that way you can begin to see others through that lens of love and to see others how He views them as well. And being able to then tap into the potential that He has placed within you to further His kingdom So as a teenager, I didn't want to waste my youth. 
I came across the scripture Ecclesiastes eleven nine in the message translation whenever I was 14 or 15. And it says, for those who are young to make the most of your youth, and if there's something on your heart to pursue it, but just to make sure to answer to God for every last bit of it. That really stood out to me at that time because I was going through a time when I was questioning if I was actually doing what the Lord had called me to do by pursuing writing at a young age. So it was during a quiet time when God led me to that verse. And I really felt him confirming that for me, that I am where he had place for me to be. And I was doing what he called for me to do because I was able to spend those teen years by focusing on what really mattered and planting seeds for my future, which is interesting because my name means harvester. And actually, it was also that year when I was 15 that I met someone at church who didn't know me previously. And she asked me if I knew the meaning of my name. And I said no. And she said that she felt like the Lord was telling her that he gave me my name for a reason and that I needed to look it up. So I did. And the name means harvester. And so it's really cool that the scriptures that stand out to me the most in scripture has to do with harvesting as well. But anyway, I can see how God used those teen years for me to help me to lay that foundation for my future, to plant the seeds that he wanted me to plant. So going back to Ecclesiastes 11.9, that's why it's just on my heart to help teenagers to understand what they can do now to stir up the gifts that God has given them. And so that's really what I walk them through an influencer. First, I, I want to walk them through the process of coming to understand the love that he has for them and building that relationship intentionally, and then how they can tap into their potential by just dreaming big, by bringing their dreams and their desires to God and asking him, what are the steps that you want me to take with the gifts that you have placed on my heart? And what path do you want me to walk for my future? Because there are so many different routes that teenagers can take. There's so many choices that they're faced with as a teen. And so it's just crucial that you understand how to present these decisions to the Lord and ask Him to guide your steps. Also trying to help them to discover what their calling is. In the book, I explain how our calling isn't necessarily something that we just step into in the future someday. It's something that we can carry out each and every day of our lives. Our true calling is basically what Jesus has already laid for us in scripture, which is the Great Commission to go and make disciples of men. So that's something that we as a Christian, no matter how old that we are, he doesn't place limits on our age. He wants us to be a light for him. And the purpose of being on this earth is to love him and to love others. We have a purpose for living today. Go ahead and start walking in that purpose and in that calling today by just being a light wherever God has you. And in whatever small ways, God can use you even in those small ways that you are a light for your friends and the the way that you help your little siblings with their homework and just little things like that really do make a big difference when it comes to showing the love of the Father and helping to reflect His character. And He, I believe, is going to reward us whenever we can find those small ways of being an influencer. For me, that looks like pursuing writing at an early age, but 
every teenager's path is going to look different. I love that your book is on this topic because, you know, I think every single person goes through a time in their life where they ask the questions of who am I and why am I here? You know, like, what is the purpose? What is the purpose for me even being on this planet? God just, he loves us so much. And Jeremiah 1 verse 5, it tells us that he knew us even before we were in our mother's womb. Like God had a plan for us. He had already thought of everything about us. And there's nothing, like, we don't have to wait until we're 30 or 40 or however old to walk out our purpose. Like we can walk that purpose out now. I love that your book is about influencing because being an influencer right now is like such a buzzword. Like every teen wants to be an influencer. It seems like, why do you think that is? Why do you think that that is such a, on the heart of so many teens, not even Christian teens. I mean, like any teen, why do you think it's on the heart of so many teens today to be an influencer? Yeah. I really feel like it goes back to our core desire as a human, which is to have fulfillment, to have a meaning for our life. So many people and a lot of teenagers are looking, again, they're they're trying to find where they belong. They're trying to understand, I mean, not just teenagers, but just as a human, we seek answers to those questions through the world often. Like we look to the world to help us to gain a sense of fulfillment to help us to feel accepted, to feel approved, and to understand our identity when, of course, God wants us to seek Him for those things. And that's the only way that we can truly be fulfilled. But if we don't have that foundation, then we're automatically just going to seek that in the world. And right now, being an influencer appears to give us the promises of fulfillment, a feeling as though our lives matter. This has been the case for, I mean, decades, the desire to be famous. I just feel like as though so many people, that's their ambition and that's their dream because they simply want to feel as though their life matters. But really, I feel like God has placed that within us. That's supposed to drive us toward our true calling, toward walking out our true calling and our true purpose as a Christian, which is to be an influencer for His kingdom. Because it's only then that we really fully step into the calling that He has placed on our lives and the purpose that He has given us that we feel totally fulfilled. You know, fame, that's never going to satisfy. And I even mentioned that I give stories of people who have tried to pursue the fame route only to discover that it just leads to emptiness in the end. And that's because that drive that we have can never be satisfied with just human praise and human approval. But instead, we're to direct that drive toward walking out our true calling as a Christian. There's nothing more fulfilling than stepping into the role that God wants you to play in like furthering his kingdom. There's nothing more fulfilling than that. We are all influencers. God has called us all to be influencers. We influence the people around us every single day, no matter, you know, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. But we're all influencers right where we're at. We don't have to be have millions of followers on YouTube or wherever, just for us to to think that we're making an impact. We can make an impact even in the smallest of ways. I mean, you could even hold the door open for somebody going into a store and it could change somebody's life. You know, like just even the little things, like somebody's like, wow, why are you so nice? It gives you the opportunity to shine the light of Jesus into their lives because this world is hurting. So when you show them something different than the world is offering them, 
they can open up their heart to knowing God as their personal Lord and Savior too. I love that you're using your gifts and your talents for God. So when does your book release? It releases Tuesday, September 12th. I'm excited about it. It's my first Christian living book because previously I'd published fiction novels as well as devotionals. So this is my first like Christian living. And yeah, I'm excited about it. (laughs) That is so fun. I am so excited for you. Where can these girls find this book? So I would suggest going to the publisher's website in gamespress.com. It's also available on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble. Tessa, I am so thankful to have you join us this week on the Uncommon Team podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for, for stepping into your calling as well in fulfilling um, that need. Yes, I can say the same about you. (laughs) All right, ladies, repeat after me and really mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, don't forget to grab your tickets for Uncommon Teen Live. We still have several seats left, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Head on over to UncommonTeenLive.com and get registered today. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, We set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, 
And I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.